when you're chasing after a promise and it's out of time, you're trying to bang down every door and you're trying to make it happen. When it's God's timing, he flings the door wide open. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it still requires faith, mm-hmm. but it, it feels different. There's wind. Yeah. We've been preaching a gospel that is focused on man. Man sins. What man must do to be saved. What man must do to overcome his own weakness. They come looking for a God-centered gospel that brings freedom, but they aren't finding it because it's centered on what they must do, and it's not working. So they leave. Leave the church, leave the faith, leave God. This whole time, though, the solution is simple. Return to a gospel centered on Jesus. This alone will revive us from within and awake the sleeping giant that is the global church. What began as a simple gospel has turned into a brave movement. It's not starting. It's already begun. It's not about getting Christians back into the church. It's about reviving the church through a revelation of Jesus Christ. And what is the result? company of burning hearts ready and willing to transform the world. Hey guys, welcome to the Braveheart Podcast. It's Wesley here and welcome to this new season that this is the very first episode of where we're diving into what it looks like to live out this gospel message on mission together. Braveheart has had so many different expressions of living out missionally the gospel message and we had it on our hearts just to record some of these testimonies and record just what we've been doing to help give practicals and handles of what it may look like for you or even just to stir up faith for what it can look like to walk in the gospel message and to see other people invited into it so this first episode is peter and christy and they share their heart and their history with the Lord about South Africa and how the Lord fulfilled promises during the trip that we took as a team over the summer. This episode has a lot of amazing practicals about what to do when you have a promise from the Lord and it feels so distant and so far off and how to steward that and what to do in that in that tension. So I hope you enjoy. I hope you're encouraged. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our table, the Braveheart Podcast. Yeah. This, this table actually Peter built right here mm-hmm. that we're sitting at. Special. Yeah. yeah. I did build this table. That's a, that's a generous thing. I built it with someone who knows how to build tables. I was kind of just there. Um, hey, we have a very special episode uh, today. We're going to talk about our history with South Africa. Um, and in particular, just uh, the journey of receiving a promise from God um, and the process um, and the internal work that God does in us when you get a big God promise. Um, And so Christy and I have just been on the uh, fulfillment end, I think the beginning of the fulfillment end of a God promise that we received back in uh, really 2008. And so I'm going to push play on your heart um, in our marriage, Christy is the scribe. She's the prophet. She's the one that knows what's going to happen well before it's going to happen. Um, and she writes it all down and she dreams about it. 
Um, and I'm just kind of like the anchor. So she's like the flag in the sky, you know, catching the winds of change. And I'm like the anchor in the bottom of the ocean, just kind of like, Hey, let's, let's just stay steady, you know? (laughs) Um, and so it works. Um, so babe, tell, tell everyone, I mean, high, high level. I think the desire, the goal for this podcast, number one is just to testify to the faithfulness of God and share testimony in our lives. Um, but I think number two, the application for you listening, watching, um, we know that, that the ways of God are he gives divine promises. Um, and we often think they're going to happen right away. Um, and sometimes it is, but oftentimes there's a, there's a long process. Um, and that process does a crazy work in our own souls, in our, in our own character. And it's painful, it's messy, it's ugly. It's usually way longer than we want it to be. Um, and there's so much gold, though, in that, in that mess um, that I think we want to give people context to suffer well, yeah. um, to continue in hope, to mm-hmm. not lose hope, not lose heart. Um, and so we have our own story of that. Yeah. Um, so just tell people maybe high level from the beginning when yeah. we met, well, right before we were engaged, how God gave us, uh, we didn't know this, but the promise of that he was, he was inviting us into a story with yeah. South Africa and his heart for that nation. Yeah. Share, share how that happened. Cause that's a really cool story. And then you have, there's yeah. a lot more to share. So, yeah. So, um, Back in 2004, 2005, I went to Africa. The Lord gave me a call to the nations, and actually right after I got filled with the Holy Spirit, um, called me to the nations when I was 16, but then fast forward to when I was about 20, 21, I went to Zambia. And the Lord really said, it's it's Africa that you're called to. And uh, and I got received a heart for the orphan in Africa. And um, one thing the Lord spoke to me really clearly was, was that the kingdom that we are so seeking is it actually belongs to the poor and it belongs to the children. And so the Lord began to renew my mind to what would it look like for, um, for the most broken to actually like, uh, be the most effective for the kingdom. And so he kind of gave me this big, gigantic dream. And I referred to this, um, actually it was fun to listen back to the podcast that y'all heard a few weeks ago, it was actually recorded three years ago, uh, when the Lord uh, originally gave me the promise of Africa. And I remember I was in a setting, it was a, it was a mission conference setting, and they were asking, you know, ask for the nations. And so I said, Lord, I don't want just a nation, I want the entire continent of Africa. And it was this big, bold prayer. And, and I tell you, I, I said it with weeping, um, because I believed he gave it to me. And, and the thing is, is that when we're seated in Christ, right? Psalm 2 says, only ask, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, the whole earth as your possession. And that, this is a prophetic promise of Jesus, but we're in Christ. And so we have this like ability when we're truly seated in him, we ask crazy, crazy things of God. And so I asked that. And then um, fast forward to a few years later, I met this wonderful man and, um, Peter had an all out yes towards God. I knew that he would go anywhere, say anything, do anything. And, um, anyways, we were dating. And so this is kind of a fun story, but we were dating and we were at this Bill Johnson conference. Peter knew I loved Africa. 
um, that he had never been before. And so we were at this missions conference and I'm sorry, it was just a conference and all of these flags from all the different nations were lining the church, you know, like they do in charismatic churches. And so we're young and in love and I hold Peter's hand and I say, okay, let's just hold hands, close our eyes and we're just gonna start walking and whatever flag we stop at, we're gonna go to that country one day. So this is 2006. So we're walking and then we both instinctively stop open our eyes, look to the right, and there's this flag that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's the flag of South Africa. And, I, and then we actually have to look it up on our phone. We like wrapped ourselves we in wrapped the flag. Our, we're, actually gonna, a picture. we're actually gonna drop that photo because you've <clears> gotta see that we're just like so young and in love. And so we're like, oh, we're gonna go to South Africa one day. Well, so fast forward to 2008, and we're not thinking obviously about this you know, thing that happened in 2006. But in 2008, the Lord sovereignly led us to South Africa. Peter had a soccer career and we were going to head down there um, for a soccer position. But the Lord really just divinely set us up. Mm-hmm. And so um, super cool story. We uh, we cried out for the, to the Lord for community because we were in this foreign country. The only people we knew were your soccer teammates. And so we said, Lord, what are we doing in this country? We need community. We go to a cafe kind of just on a whim and we're, we're praying together. And this guy leans over and he says, uh, excuse me, what, what church do you guys go to? And immediately we know we're, we're getting set up right now. Hmm. And so we, we know him to this day. We love him to this day. We just saw him six weeks ago. Uh, Warren, says, well, come with me to church. And so we go with him to church. We, the, the whole church is open to us. And we feel this connection with the country of South Africa that feels divine. Mm. And, um, and we fall in love with the people. We fall in love with the culture. And um, we began to dream together at that point about South Africa. And we really felt like the Lord was saying, um, I have something for you here. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was him really grafting, I think, me into Christie's prophetic promise for Africa. I had never been to Africa, so I tasted it. I was in open heavens. Yes. I fell in love with the country. It was like when I hear people talk about open heavens mm-hmm. and I was like, what does that mean? Like, that seems yeah. so charismatic. But it was for me, the experience was an open heavens was we were, doors were opening. Um, We had instant favor with people, with all kinds of people, both important people and seemingly unimportant people. Um, There was rich fellowship. The the relationships weren't just ministry. They were were like real. They were like Mm -hmm. a deep heart connection that was sovereign. Like to this day, the people that we met, that was 2008, so 15 years ago, we have a depth of friendship yeah. with those people yeah. that's very rare. Yes. That like we just saw them and it was like we picked up. And so yes. I think God, that was God, okay, bringing now me yeah. into the story and seeing, okay, I have vision now for us being, I could see us being in Africa. Yes. And so that was really cool. And of course, whenever you get a big, a big God-sized dream, you think like, oh, it's going to happen right away. But I knew in my in my knower, you know, in the scriptures, you you rarely see a dream, a dream come to a person and then the fulfillment of that dream. You always see a process walked out. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we fell in love with the country, fell in love with the people, and then moved to Dallas. 
um, thinking maybe we would go right back, but really believing, no, there's going to be a process to this. And so, um, so then that started kind of this, this long journey of walking with God, you know, like when it says, it says that Abraham received a promise from God, but then it says in that, in that process of waiting, he grew in faith and his faith brought glory to God. And so, um, it doesn't require a lot of faith if there's not a lot of wait time, but when there's a lot of wait time, it actually requires faith. Mm-hmm. And so, um, can I say something yeah, on that? Yeah. Um, there's a scripture in Hebrews that says, and this is again, just trying to be practical and equip those of you with that. You're, if you walk with God, you're going to get pregnant with divine promise. Yeah. And I think a lot of people end up, they, they lose heart when that baby doesn't come forth because it's a long time waiting. And, um, you know, you have camps on the earth right now. You've got the kind of the charismatic stream that's just, it's faith and we want God to move now and we're believing God for the kingdom to come now, which I think is so, we need that. And then you can have maybe the, the expressions of Christianity that are a lot more just, maybe they don't believe in the power of God as much. Maybe they're kind of like just, hey, God's sovereign. It'll happen when it happens. And so there's a, there's a, there's a patience that the, you know, I would say the more uh, traditional believer has of just, hey, we just have to be patient. And if God wants to move, he'll move. And so you see these two expressions of this one group of people are like, God's going to move right now. He's going right. to break in now. Yeah, yeah. And you see this other group that's sort of, they're patient, but they're, they're, I don't know how much hope there is. Yeah. And yet the scripture says, it says we're to imitate those who through faith and patience inherited the promises. Yeah. And so and so the challenge isn't having faith or patience. It's it's believing that God's going to move today. Yeah. Because he's a God of all hope. Yeah. He's a God of he's a God who fulfills his promises. He's a God of doing exceedingly abundantly more than we could ask or imagine. And then if he doesn't come through today, I'm going to be patient today. Yeah. And I'm going to couple that eager expectation with a humble patience that I may have to wait but I don't want to lose heart. I don't want hope to get furred, to deferred, and then my yeah. heart to get sick. And you notice in the waiting, there's always, it says, let's let perseverance have its perfect work yes. so that you can be complete and lack in nothing. Mm-hmm. So, so God actually does something in the waiting that actually perfects us. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we entered into that journey. Yeah. And, um, and that journey was, was, I think, probably a lot easier for you than me um, simply because this this dream was so real in my heart, and it felt like such a God-sized dream. It felt like he had authored it. And so um, I had a hard time letting go of it. But I remember, and I referred to it this. It became an idol. It became really. an idol. And um, and so I referred <laughs> to this in, in the previous podcast, so I don't want to share too long on it. But the Lord led us back to South Africa in 2015. And uh, we were on sabbatical. Um, we, you were a pastor at the upper room and we just really were feeling like, like maybe the Lord was pressing play on this Africa dream. Um, but we, we knew there was something more. We had this call to the nations. And so we went on sabbatical and, um, and, and, you know, kind of thought it's time. And we, we stayed at the children's village that we, we met a couple back in 2008 who started this children's village. It was literally like the dream of my heart. And I'm thinking, this is it. We stay at the children's village and it's just like, the Lord is like, it's not yet time. 
And I remember at first being like, you've got to be kidding me. Like I've already waited at that point, I, nine years, seven years, you know, a long time. And um, you start doing the prophetic math, you're like seven years, completion, math, it's eight know? years, it's new beginnings. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but the, it, but the Lord was so kind. He was so kind because at that point, you're right, this dream had become an idol and mm-hmm. also honestly a haunting because for, for every you know minute that I was not in Africa fulfilling the call of God on my life, I was missing it in the United States of America. Uh-huh. And so it became this like dream that had turned super sour. Yeah. And so the Lord, uh, I remember it so vividly, I'm at you know Greg and Taryn's house in Durban, South Africa and and the Lord just says, Christy, will you give that dream back to me? And will you just let me have it? And it felt like the greatest relief. And I said, God, you can have it. And, and I'm going to let you bring me back when it's time. Mm-hmm. And this, this dream that had become a haunting then became this sweet aroma of a gift given back to God. Um, and so... At that point, it's so actually beautiful how the Lord works because we came back from South Africa and that's actually when Braveheart was born. Mm-hmm. Was, um, you know, the Lord told you, hey, I want you to write down everything that I've taught you. And so over the next year, you wrote back to the gospel and, um, and this dream of Braveheart actually came forth. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it was a that has been a beautiful journey. And I know for me, a lot of that was, I was just mothering children. I was not really a part of Braveheart at the time. I was kind of watching you run and it was really beautiful to see you begin to like run in your lane and um, do what the Lord had called you to do. And I just was literally being a mom and letting the gospel be formed in my own heart in those hidden seasons. And, um, and that was, that was really beautiful. And it became a gift to me. Um, the hiddenness actually became a gift because I began to experience God in a new way. And, um, and then fast forward to 2022. And it's crazy because it was literally, it was seven years after I had laid down this dream. I had no intention at this point, this, it was a distant, it was a distant thought. It didn't consume my mind at all, but I just heard a whisper. And I felt like the Lord said, um, what about South Africa? And it didn't come with any kind of pressure that I needed to make some dream come true. It just felt like a whisper. And, um, and he said, just knock, on, just knock on the door and see if it opens. And so, you know, we had been connected with this children's village in South Africa, and we hadn't talked to them in a while. Mm-hmm. At the time in 2022, the Lord was really birthing. He had birthed really even prior to that, the, the message of the table, the message of communion. And we were really burning with that message. And um, so in 2022, Peter was really like, that was when the Lord gave you even the, the um, mandate to start the 318 and, and you really had this like calling to America and I come to you and I'm like, Hey, so what do you think about South Africa? <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? And I'm like, I don't know. I just heard a whisper from the Lord. And so I knocked on the only door I knew to knock on. And, um, 
Karita and Jono, amazing couple who we just have such a heart connection with, they were like, oh, you know what? We've been thinking about you guys. And I'm like, we haven't seen you guys in seven years, you know? And Karita says, we're actually doing a women's conference and it's called Come to the Table. The Lord's been speaking to us about communion. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And, um, and so, and she was like, I would love for you to come and speak at it. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, only God could author this. This mm. is nuts. And so it felt like this open door from the Lord. And, um, and I remember sharing it with you and you were kind of like, yeah, that's, that's wild. <laughs> but it still required faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then at that point, um, I remember, you know, we were dreaming about the 318 in the U.S. We, we didn't have the funds in Braveheart at all to pull off a mission trip. I really felt like we needed to bring the whole family. Um, and so that's where my faith was tested. Yeah. <laughs> and anyways, and so I just said, all right, Lord, well, if, if you're opening the door, then you can you can fund it. And so we just prayed a really simple prayer and put out like literally one ask. And I was dumbfounded, surprised and not surprised when God funded our trip, literally one family, they said, we want to fund your entire trip. And if that's not the provision of God, I don't know what is, Mm -hmm. but it was just this beautiful, uh, you know, the way that I, I look at it is when, when you're chasing after a promise and it's out of time, you're trying to bang down every door and you're trying to make it happen. When it's God's timing, he flings the door wide open. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it still requires faith, mm-hmm. but it, it feels different. There's wind. Yeah. And so, um, so that was just, we went to South Africa in 2022, and it really was like a longing fulfilled. And I remember being over there thinking, oh my gosh, this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I saw a need over there for, um, for the gospel, and I saw a need over there for uh, the aroma of prayer and worship to go up. And, um, and so in 2022, when we went as a family, and it felt like the beginning of this fulfilled, the very beginning of a fulfilled promise, the Lord was already birthing a, another dream in my heart, which was we should bring a team back and, and we should cover this place with worship and prayer and sow the gospel deep into the hearts of these children and into the hearts of the staff. And um, and so that really began what was the dream of Braveheart mm-hmm. going to South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. And I think our testimony, just to give glory to God, is that <laughs> that dream was asleep for a long time. And then through a whisper, it came. And we've been the last two years, God's opened doors. There's been so much grace on our time there. Um, you're going to hear, I think, in other podcasts about some of our team that went there um, and just their perspective and their hearts and what God did. Um, but I think we share this, all of this with you guys for two reasons. Number one, I think I want to pray as we close um, that God would give you faith and patience. Um, that you'd be able to learn by the Spirit to hold those two in tension, because um, they are they they are held in tension. Um, patience without faith produces hopelessness. Um, faith without patience produces anxiety, um, and so you want to you want to hold those two in tension. So I want to pray for you guys um, listening who, who go, man, I've received a God promise, um, but I don't I don't have faith and patience. I've let my my heart get sick, 
or or maybe I'm in anxiety. I've made an idol of this thing and I it's I want it to come now and you're contending and sweating and it's not working. And then I know your heart, um, and it's my heart as well, is we want to invite the broader Braveheart community to know about Braveheart's purposes and assignment in South Africa. God is opening doors um, for the gospel. Um, we want to continue to go there. We, yeah. we, we believe that there's an inheritance for us and for this ministry. Those of you who identify with Braveheart, um, this is just an extension of our family. And so we want to extend that invitation to you to say, hey, come pray about, you know, helping us just strengthen what God's doing in this nation. And yeah. so I'm going to pray as we close for that. And then I don't know if you have any, you want to pray for them in terms of yeah. them coming to South Africa. Yeah. You have anything else? I just wanted to share this scripture and then you can pray. But it says, um, it says of Sarah in Hebrews 11, it says it was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child, though she was barren and was too old. She believed that God would keep his promise. Hmm. Amen. So, Father, we do pray. Um, I pray for everyone listening um, that has received a wonderful promise from you. Um, And I pray, Lord, that um, our story and your word um, and your invitation to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises, God, I pray um, whatever is lacking, um, Holy Spirit, that you yeah. would begin to author faith. You'd begin to uh, to to promote patience. Yes, um, that those two things, as they're held yeah. in tension, mm-hmm. um, they would be held together by trust mm-hmm. um, through humility. Yeah. And so I bless everyone listening, Lord, with just a greater measure of faith and patience. And I just speak yeah. shalom to you. If there's mm-hmm. been a haunting in your heart yeah. about what God's promised you and yes. it's caused tension in your marriage, I just speak peace to you. If there's yes. been a, a deep haunting of trying to to chase this thing with God and you just can't seem to grab it yeah. um, and you're single and you feel like you have all the time in the world and you're wasting it, I just speak yeah. peace to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pray, Lord, that mm-hmm. that patience would arise. Yeah, Patience would arise in the hearts of your people Mm-hmm. Um, and you would enable yes. um, those listening, God, to to enter into that place of just divine alignment, yeah. divine alignment. Um, yes. In your timing, in yeah. your Kairos moment, yes, you Lord. are able. I just declare, yeah. I prophesy to you, yeah. God is able mm-hmm. to do yes. exceedingly and abundantly beyond all you could ask, think, or imagine. Yes. And I bless you with that reality. May it be imprinted upon your heart. Yeah. May a deeper trust than you've ever known uh, be placed upon your heart. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah, Lord, I just thank you for your voice that is not hard to hear, God. And so I thank you, Lord, just for every listener, God, to be able to hear you um, either say, um, lay that dream down or, um, hey, I'm opening the door. Will you walk through it? And so, God, I just thank you for every promise and every calling and every dream on our listeners' hearts, Lord Jesus, that that um, you would author it, that you would walk them through it, and that you would complete it, Lord, all for your purposes, God. I bless, um, I bless these ones with contentment, Lord, and thanksgiving and joy in the process. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. 
This is just the beginning of a new series, so if you haven't already, I would encourage you to subscribe to the Braveheart Podcast so you can stay up to date with all the latest episodes. And next week, we have some testimonies about what the Lord did in South Africa. So see you next week. Stay tuned.